Sneece Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk about you. I want to talk about how you're branding yourself and how you are displaying your most authentic self online. A lot of people mess up this time and time again, but not you because you're listening to this podcast. So get ready for some good tips about personal branding coming to you after this short break. Okay. Hey, and we're back. Personal branding is a really important topic to me on a lot of levels. I remember when I first started off um, as a business coach, I really did not put a lot of care and consideration to what personal branding is. I just thought that as long as I had enough information about how to be more efficient and effective in your business, then that was enough. Then I can just ride off into the sunset and (laughs) amass lots of clients and get lots of money. And unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. As for some of you guys who have been working for months and maybe perhaps years and just not getting a lot of traction. And a lot of that has to do with your branding. And before we get into any of that, I do have a special request for you. I got two special requests. Number one, if you're not going ahead and listening on a regular basis, that means you're not subscribed. So wherever you're subscribed, go ahead and please do that. And a a bigger favor is if you've been enjoying these episodes, please go ahead and send me a review wherever you're listening, because I feel that in order for this channel to grow and for order for people to hear more about what I have to share, you have to share your opinion. So that being said, let's get straight into it. I'm going to share with you a list. It's not a complete list, but one of the things that just kind of pops into my mind, the top five things that people do not take into consideration when they're building their brand. And I hope that you will be able to just take all of these lessons learned and just run with it. And so the first number one, that mistake that people don't realize when they're trying to build a personal brand is that they're trying to fake it until they make it. And so what I'm trying to say is that I think a lot of people feel that, well, if I don't seem successful, if I don't seem that I have it all, you know, put together and I'm this perfect package, then nobody wants to invest in me. No one wants to um, think that I have the skills or the talent, talent or the knowledge enough to help them. And this is especially true for those of you who are service providers, personal brands, or coaches of any type of walk, um, personal trainers too. Here's the thing. People more than ever are looking for relatability. They want to be able to resonate with you. They want to be able to know that you yourself are human. You don't have it all together. You're just trying to figure the things out. You're just a couple of steps ahead because I think that the industry of coaching and personal services gives a really false impression to people that, well, they are perfect. They've got it all together. That means that they can more or less like be able to be the end all be all for them. And that is not true at all. I think would have messed up a lot of um, big brands In the past, personal brands, I specifically think about influencers like um, 
most recently Ellen DeGeneres, where they're trying to portray this nice image and there's nothing wrong and there's everything, it's just perfect. And then when you pull pull back the surface, you realize, wow, there's a lot of problems. A lot in the case with Ellen, it was problems with how her her the people under um, people not under her, the, her management team were treated. The people under her and. That's a huge issue that I think people need to be aware of that you don't have it all together. You're not perfect. You can't control every single like little thing that's going around your orbit or even yourself. Like sometimes you mess things up. I have been very honest with my clients that this past month or so has been really hard for me um, on a personal note. I had to move um, from my old house to my new house, and there was a literally a two week gap where my I didn't have anywhere to live, so I had to, you know, be in these crappy little hotel rooms until I could be able to move into my own house. And every day there was just delays of clothing, delays with um, underwriting. Just it was really no fault of my own. This was just pretty much out of my control, but it really messed up about my schedules with my clients and messed up like my availability. And I could have just pretended and said that, well, everything is fine. I'm not, you know, there's nothing wrong with me. Um, every, everything's perfect. And that's not the case. I, w- I was stressed. I was feeling irritated. I was feeling a little off center. So when I'm talking about don't fake it till you make it, it also means don't fake where you're at and where you're feeling, what's going on with what you're dealing with. Be okay with it. I'm not saying that that gives you license to, you know, spill all your guts on every single problem that you're having, you know, but in me just being honest and real with people and saying, Hey, look, things aren't perfect right now. I've got some issues. It's your choice. How much you want to elaborate on those issues, but let people know that, Hey, look, this is just what it is. I'm dealing with this. Um, or with your career, like I'm not arrived at where I want to be, but I'm, I'm, this is a work in progress and I'm moving and I'm just doing a lot of different things and just deal with it. And honestly, I think that would be really refreshing for not just for yourself, but for the people that you deal with. I think more and more, we're just hungry and starving for realness, especially where everything is just looking so glitzy and glamorous and fake, especially for those of you guys who are on Instagram. It just feels like everyone's beautiful and you're not, you know? All right. So let's get into number two, a personal branding mistake is I want you to, I just talked about don't fake it, but I also want you to highlight your strengths. I think for a lot of you guys, you've got a lot of strengths. You've got a lot of hidden talents. You've got a lot of experience that other people need to know about this. I was talking with another client of mine and she was telling me that she had a lot of, um, experience um, in visual photography. And for whatever reason, she was not explaining that on her website as because she's a website designer. She was, she was like, well, if you had all the experience, how come you're not letting people know? And she was like, well, I didn't think that was relevant to creating a website. Well, you need to be able to explain thoroughly how creative that is like you are, how, how much experience that you have. And it doesn't, 
just because you may not have, I'm just going back to the example of the website designer, just because you may not have a lot of inf- like experience per se directly in website design, you're an artist. Like if you're an artist, showcase like all the ways that you have transformed um, different things and make it and showcase how beautiful it is. I think a lot of us need to have a sit down with ourselves and start thinking about all the many ways in our our past we have been able to just like knock it out the park and be able to showcase like how amazing we are. Give yourself a lot of credit just because you may not be getting the attention that you feel like you need that you deserve now. It's not a function of your inability. It's just a matter of people, not your visibility, right? It's a issue of your visibility rather than your ability. And the way that you keep making people aware of who you are is to be able to keep showing up and showing people and telling people about why you are good, why you are, I mean, like effectively a badass, like why are you special and different from everybody else and not being ashamed about that. Don't be ashamed to tell people that you've got experience. Don't be afraid to tell people that you've got worth and never feel discouraged that just because somebody is not necessarily responding immediately doesn't mean they're not paying attention to you. Trust me, even if you don't think that someone's paying attention to you, somebody is. It's just a matter of time before they pick up the phone or send that email message to reach out to you. Okay, let's get into tip number three, and it's identify who you are and who you are not. Now, one of the things that I've struggled with, um, I think my entire life, I'll just be honest with you, is for a lot of years, I thought that I was a extrovert. And let me explain why I thought I was an extrovert. I always thought I was an extrovert because all my friends around me were more or less very introverted, very, very shy, kind of timid. They had opinions. They liked chatting. They liked hanging out, but they didn't really want to put themselves out there. And I was always the person who was willing to be putting myself out there and just sometimes, to be honest with you, making a fool out of myself. (laughs) I made a fool of myself more than one occasion, let me tell you. And I thought, okay, well, that meant that that was being an extrovert. But then I found out a few years ago, what an introvert is, is meaning that you're getting your energy from within, right? That sense of recharging. And extrovert meaning that you get your energy from outside, get it? Introvert, extrovert. It's not so much how vivacious and how bold and brave you are, but where your sense of energy is. And I realized if I took a step back and I thought about like how I got my energy, I always got my energy like reading a book or kind of meditating or praying or sitting alone by myself. I never felt energized by, you know, kind of putting myself out there for all to see and, you know, and just having a constant party around me. In fact, that was draining. So what does all of this mean for you? Okay, I'm circling back to you. What I'm talking about is I want you to start thinking about how you operate and basically playing off that. And for me, one of the best ways that I shine 
is through recorded video, through recorded audio, through um, through making posts on Pinterest. If you don't follow me on Pinterest, go ahead and do that. I'm on Pinterest and easily. I am more of a passive audience grower. Not to say that I don't enjoy talking with people in real time, but I realized that because for various reasons, like my family and I think about my own personality, this is where I shine best. This is where I feel more calm, more formal, relaxed. I feel like this is where I'm in my element. This is my zone. Now, who's this not to say that obviously I can't do more live things in the future? I mean, every, I mean, Nothing is without possibilities. Anything's possible. But for right now, I need to embrace and shine as to how I operate. So I want you to take a step back and ask yourself, where do you feel more powerful? Are you a powerful writer? Are you a powerful speaker, presenter? Do you do better just showing like photographs of yourself with a caption? Like Whatever it is, I need you to start digging deep and asking yourself, like, where, where are you shining the most? Where are you feeling the most energized, the most focused, the most vivacious? Because here's the thing, you can't grow a business if you feel shy or you feel uncomfortable where you're at. And I and I know this may kind of diverge from what you've heard about growing your business. Like, well, just be on every social media platform and just, just let everybody hear your voice all day, every day, right? And now, that may work for you if you're single and you're extroverted. But this is a podcast called the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast for a reason. We have to work and understand how, who we are and how we best function and how we best operate. That's personal. That's for you. You need to sit down and ask yourself, how often do you want to show up and what feels right for you? So that is a great time for me to talk to you about a great offer that I have on denisegeely.com. It is called Five Days to Cash. It is devoted to talk one-on-one with you about who you are, your personality, and work what works well for you. This is a great, great offer, especially for those of you who live in the U.S. because we can chat and talk about what makes sense for you, what's practical for you. It's only $99. Go ahead, check it out on my website, denisegeely.com. Okay, let's get into the rest of these steps of personal branding. Number four is never forget your why. And so let me explain what your why is. Your why is what basically helps you be you, helps you focus in on making a difference, focuses on you, on why you're in it in the first place. And please don't say it's because of the money. Because Lord knows if you're starting a business, you're spending way more money than you're receiving to get it up and running. So you have to have a really good rationale as to why you're in business because there's going to kept these moments where even the money is not enough. Even the money is not enough. I've, I remember talking with a, another entrepreneur and she was having a really good business. She was making clearing at least 15K a month, right? But every month, it just felt like she was just getting hassled, hassled with, you know, different clients, just basically demanding more than what she could give. 
And, you know, we sat and we talked about it, and really it was a function of her lack of boundaries and not necessarily about how she was running her, how, why she was running her business. And then when she got that cleared up, a lot of things just started making more sense. So when you're thinking about your why, you always have to put it in context to why why are you doing your business the way you're doing it? And if it doesn't make sense, sometimes you need to revamp it. It's okay, and it's really expected of you that maybe every you know three to six months, perhaps maximum a year, that you go back and you start thinking about like who your core clients are, what you're offering, what makes sense for your business. How do you want your? How do you want people to interact with your content? You want to be proud of why you're doing your business. You want to be proud of why you're helping people. And that takes moments of introspective introspection <laughs> and, and, and just really being honest about that. Okay, let's get into the last step. The last step is invest in yourself. And when I'm not talking necessarily about, you know, hiring someone like me, which I highly encourage. <laughs> it's more about investing in your your ability to succeed. And that could come in a, a variety of ways. It could come through how you, you do your website. It could be how you market yourself. It could be um, taking some time out for self-care. How many times have we heard about people just having like emotional breakdowns because they just feel stressed and overwhelmed about their business. Their business is just not behaving the way they thought it would go, right? How many ways can we stress ourselves out because we just didn't take the time to be honest with ourselves about what matters most to us? And that's all about investing in yourself. So we want to invest in ourselves, not just professionally, but we want to invest in ourselves emotionally. We want to invest in ourselves spiritually. We want to invest in ourselves physically. For some of you guys, I don't know when's the last time you took a walk outside. You know, without a mask. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're in the era of COVID, right? How many times we just stepped outside and just breathed the fresh air. And for a moment just focused on being present in our skin and present in what we're going through and being honest with ourselves about what we can, we can't do, and what we want out of our lives. I think once we start being honest with ourselves more and more, things will start getting clearer. Are you being clear with what you need and what you want? I hope so. Because I think that will make a world of difference in how you do everything. So just in summary, these are the tips that I believe can help you attract a loyal following, but just more more importantly, feeling awesome about yourself and it's not faking it, being honest about who you are, highlighting your strengths, understanding who you are and who you're not who you're not. Never forget your wine business and investing in yourself. 
Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I want to make sure that you're a success. So if you've got any questions or concerns, send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. Again, I've got tons of resources for you at denisegelee.com. Go check them out. But more importantly, I want you to believe in yourself and believe that you are capable of growing your business and being a success. I know you're a success already because you're listening to this episode. So with that being said, go ahead and be awesome.